Hey there, prayer warriors. Hope you're having a, just an amazing day. Uh, Mark here, and um, we're just going to continue in the book of Acts and a little bit about persecution, just as we saw in the early church, and just touch on a couple of modern-day things. But let's just go ahead and open in prayer. Uh, dear Lord, we just give thanks. Just give all the glory to you. Thank you, Lord, for this day and the amazing people we can reach out and love, that we can touch. In Jesus' name, amen. But anyway, praise God. Hey, um, we're still looking at the book of Acts, and uh, a couple of weeks ago we touched on uh, Stephen there in Acts 7. And why was he persecuted? Why was the early church persecuted? Because we saw all was just, you know, unicorns and rainbows for a while, and then um, suddenly things started turning, and it was turning back to what we saw in the time of Jesus, and Jesus was persecuted. Wherever he went, the Pharisees persecuted him and called them out, called them out the early you know, believers. Um, and then once the church came about after Christ arose to heaven, um, it, the same thing happened. You know, it started up again, and then we saw the first, really the first martyr that's listed in the Bible, um, Stephen, and, but what did he say? As he was being stoned and killed, he turned in his final prayer to God, and he said, Father, forgive them. And I just praise God for that, and that's what we need to do. And in all things, really turn our love and our joy back to the Lord, even though it's tough times. And, and I think times may get tougher for us. And last week we took a look at the, the world and the persecution that we see in the world against Christians, against us who believe in Christ. You know, the, the kidnappings, the killings, the churches torn down just in the last few years and just as it's continuing to escalate every year by double digits in some cases. Um, this time, I'd kind of like to, to touch on what's persecution, and do we see persecution here in the U.S.? And is it subtle? Is it overt? No, well, I don't know. We'll have to kind of take a look at that. Um, by definition, um, persecution is hostility, hostility for race, political, or religious beliefs. Does that mean that only Christians are persecuted? No. In, in the U.S., Muslims are, Jews are, atheists are, uh, unbelievers are probably, you know, persecuted a bit, you know, because there's hostility against all of those the, those groups. However, I, what I really want to touch on is the hostility against Christians, as you and me. Um, and in the past few years, what we saw was COVID. Um, and we closed churches, and some pastors moved out into the parking lots, and they were still told to shut down. So they made sure all the chairs were six feet apart, and they were still told it was a public gathering, and we have a law and an ordinance against public gathering during the COVID pandemic. Well, it kind of flies in the face of common sense. You're outside, but there's many pastors who were told to close their churches. Um, Oh, by the way, at the same time, liquor stores were open. <laughs> um, and maybe some of the casinos were still open. Uh, business, you know, businesses we've seen in the last couple of years are in court, you know, by the state saying that if myself as a cake baker doesn't want to make a certain cake for a group of people, they have to. They're being forced to in court to do that. You saw Jack Phillips, you know, he went through years and tens of thousands of dollars 
um, because he didn't feel in his heart, in his religious, his Christian beliefs, that he could not make a certain cake. Um, and here's, here's somebody else who can. He made other recommendations. However, the state of Colorado took him to court. Um, initially, they won in the lower courts, went to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court upheld Jack Phillips. And so we, we kind of see that happening. The Little Sisters of the Poor a couple of years ago, they were forced to sign up for a specific ins- government-provided insurance program, um, but it had contraception in there. Well, this Catholic group of nuns, um, the Little Sisters of the Poor, they said, well, we really don't want to do that, but they were being forced to. And so they were taken to court against their beliefs, their Christian beliefs. Um, we've seen it, uh, oh, Stutzman was a florist. She was taken to court because she wouldn't make a specific bouquet of flowers for another specific wedding. And she finally had to retire, closed her doors because she was going broke just in legal fees. Uh, Coach, yeah, or Coach Kennedy up in the state of Washington, just, uh, you know, they're close to Idaho. After games, he would go to the center of the field and he would get down on his knees and he would pray and just give thank to God. Well, he was taken to court, and he was eventually fired from that position. However, the courts recently upheld that he could, on his own, it wasn't forced to pray or anything. Other people gathered around him and prayed and gave thanks to God. Um, But they fired him because they said, oh, that's against the state and religion. It's against the Bill of Rights. Um, It's separation of state and religion. Well, it's not really. Um, how about churches in, you know, just vandalized? Churches in uh, Bethesda, Maryland. There were three of them most recently. They were vandalized. Christian churches. How about crisis pregnancy centers? Young women who get pregnant and they don't want to be pregnant, they go to a, a Christian crisis pregnancy center and ask for guidance. Well, those are being targeted and vandalized now, too. Um, universities. Universities are standing up and saying, no, we don't want a Christian speaker to come in. You can't preach the Bible in the public square at universities anymore. And it's trickled down into the high schools and junior high and elementary school if you want to have a Bible study. Or read your own Bible, you know, during a free reading. Um, Young children have been ostracized for that. So I have some concerns over where we're going. Um... And, you know, we kind of take a look at love your enemies. Yeah, we should continue to do that, though, even though we're persecuted for our beliefs in the public square, um, because we're told that in Matthew 5. Love your enemies. Um, Matthew 10, we're told, love your neighbor. How about um, we pray about those things there in 1 Timothy 2. And Matthew 5, the interesting thing is Jesus is saying those words because it's, it's the Sermon on the Mount. It's the Beatitudes. And he says, Blessed are you who they revile and persecute you for my sake. Yeah. But he also says rejoice. Rejoice in that persecution. And that's what we need to be doing. We can't be a victim and can't play the role of the victim. Oh, woe is me, the throwing of ashes in the air and the renting of cloth. No, we can't play that. We need to be strong in our faith. We need to be stronger in our prayers. Because just as Pastor Greg here at Lighthouse a couple of weeks ago, he said, what do we do in the face of persecution, in the face of, you know, those valleys? 
be joyful. And I say, love one another. Love each other. Love those people who are persecuting us. Um, don't play that victim card. And because it's really going to get it's going to get worse, and even, um, you know, we can't become numb to it because we are becoming numb to it. Every time that we see those things happening in the news, we need to just stop for a few minutes and just pray over them. Pray that there will be a positive ending. Pray that maybe some legal services will come and help them. Uh, Isaiah 61.10 because really, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And that's why we have to, you know, we're going to be persecuted. It says so in the Bible. In the future, it's going to be absolutely incredible. It'll be back to the early church and the times of Stephen. And it even says so here in the book of Revelation, chapter 13. And this is talking about Satan there in 15. So in 13, 15 in the book of Revelation, he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So if you're not worshiping the beast in the end times, you're going to be killed. And he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. And they're not going to be able to, to buy anything. That's persecution. To worship, be forced into worship of another religion, another god or gods, that is persecution. And brothers and sisters in Christ, that's what we have to look for. And now what we really have to look for is just a few chapters later, because Christ will return. So praise God. Just lift up your friends, your brothers and sisters, those who are persecuted in the world and the U.S. Lift them up in prayer. I encourage you, don't be a victim. Be joyful in all that we do. Thank you, and have an amazing day.